Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leveraged Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacles stand in our way in pursuit of the three Ps, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced Profit First strategies and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. On today's episode, well, it's an episode ending in zero. It's episode 40, and on episodes ending in zero, we dive into the questions that we get and we do some Q&A. So our first question comes from Rachel. Hello, I'm implementing the Profit First system and I'm on the chapter where Mike discusses how long the business can be sustained based on different profit percentages. Is there a rule to determine how much of the profit you should disperse versus keep in retained earning? So the question is basically, is there a rule to determine how much of the profit you should disperse versus keep in retained earnings? So what Profit First, the book, and your Profit First professionals recommend is the right way to implement Profit First and disperse your profit is you would disperse your profit from your profit hold account on your end of quarter distribution day. So you're going to distribute from your profit hold account four times per year at the end of each quarter. You are going to retain 50% of the amount in that profit hold account, and that would remain in your business as retained earnings. I like to move that money into a vault account, and that's where our retained earnings sit. You can also use that vault account or add another account if you're looking at setting aside money for equipment and such, and and you just kind of like get deeper into the like hierarchy and the levels of, of how you allocate the money. So rule of thumb is that from your profit hold account, 50% remains in the business at the end of each quarter. And again, I like to just sweep that into a vault account. And um, so my profit hold account goes back to zero at the end of each quarter when I do that distribution. So 50% goes into the vault account and stays as retained earnings in the business, cash in the business so that you can bank on yourself in the future. And then the other 50% percent 
would go towards owner's distribution, paying off debt. We'll dive into that because we did get um, another question. And that is, sitting here in the car waiting to pick up my wife from her hospital shift. She's a COVID nurse. Wow, that's awesome. And listening to chapter seven for the third time on eradicating debt. Just a quick question. When you take 1% of the profit for yourself and the rest goes to pay down debt, is that 1% and 49% of the half of the profit distribution? Meaning, if you manage to build up $10,000 for the quarter, are you leaving $5,000 in the profit account as rainy day? And then with the other half, you keep $50 to celebrate and $4,950 to pay down debt? Or do you celebrate with $100 and $9,900 goes towards debt, effectively leaving zero in the profit hold account, and therefore you don't have reserves until the debt is eradicated? Well, you answered this correctly, Garrett, actually, um, with your first scenario. So when you have business debt, you will sort of, all, like we said with, with Rachel's um, first question is, you're going to take the balance at, in your profit hold account at the end of the quarter. 50% of that balance in the profit hold account is going to stay in the business as retained earnings. And again, I like to sweep that retained earnings into a vault account. And so my profit hold account goes back to zero to start the new quarter. And then 50% of what was in that profit hold account at the end of the quarter, 99% of what would le- what's left would go to pay down the principal on your debt, your business debt, and 1% you would take to celebrate. So if you manage to build up $10,000 in your profit hold account for the quarter, then you are leaving $5,000 in the profit account as retained earnings. And again, sweep that to a vault account. And then the other half, the other $5,000 of that $10,000, you would keep 1%, which would be $50 to celebrate. And then you would take the $4,950 left to pay down debt. And that is how you build your debt snowball and eradicate your debt. So you've got this, Garrett. Um, Third time's a charm on listening to chapter seven on eradicating debt and good job on that. Our next question comes from Christine and she actually found us um, on Google and in internet search. And she says, I have both personal debt and business debt. I know I need to use my profits and the snowball system, but would like clarity on which debt to target first. Okay, so just as a refresher, the snowball system is from Dave Ramsey, and Dave Ramsey recommends in the snowball system that you prioritize your debts from smallest to largest, and you pay off the principal on the smallest debt first. And uh, you do not prioritize the debts based off of interest rates or anything like that. You prioritize the debts based off of 
the principal balance due and you target paying down the lowest principal balance debt first. Now, as a business owner, I know this is hard and it probably didn't start this way, so let's get towards cleaning it up and such. But when it comes to being a business owner, uh, it's very, very important that you keep your personal funds, your personal cash, and all of that completely separate from your business. There has to be a line in the sand between personal debt and business debt and make sure that you're trying to keep everything within the business, within the business, and everything personal on your personal side and such. So in terms of this question, when you have both personal debt and business debt, profit first, if you're using that as your cash management system in your business, then you would use the 50% of the balance of your profit hold account at the end of the quarter And you would take 49% of that and you would apply it towards the business debts that you have using the snowball method. Your personal debt, you would have to take care of differently. So what would happen with that is once you pay off your business debt, so if you're using profit first, technically you're going to pay off your business debts first because you're taking the profit hold amount and you're applying it to the debt in the business, all right? So following profit first as your cash management system, you would be technically paying off your business debt first. And then once your business debt is paid off, then the profit distributions that you would take in subsequent quarters, again, after your business debt is paid off, then you would take that cash That is your profit distribution and as an owner, and so that would be an owner's distribution that would take it out of the company and put it into your personal account. And then from there, you would be paying off your personal debt, all right? Um, It's very, very important, again, that you keep things very clean, very separate in terms of, you know, how the cash is moving and how the cash is flowing. So um, in the event that you get audited or something, um, it's very easy to see what was used for what, where the cash went, how it was applied. And Profit First is a very almost transparent system for seeing the intention of how the cash is flowing in your business. But, you know, once your business debt is totally paid off, um, don't screw it up and make sure that you start banking on yourself. So you make sure that you keep that 50% of your quarterly profit hold balance in a vault account so you don't need to borrow money from the bank in the future and you've got the cash reserves building up in your business for scaling, expansion, replacing equipment, et cetera, as the time comes. All right, the next question comes from Scott. Can you help me understand how the business would pay out or reimburse me for taxes since I'm set up as an S-Corp. So in Profit First, we have the five core accounts. You have your income account, you have your profit account, you have your owner's pay account, the tax account, and you have the operating expense account. The profit account, 
the owner's pay account and the tax account are for the benefit of the owner of the business. We're just giving specific intention for these three buckets of how you are going to dole out the cash and the intention for that cash. So when you allocate money to your tax account and it is time to pay your quarterly taxes, you will actually on your um, in your accounting system, you will take that cash out as an owner's disbursement. But the intention of that owner's disbursement or, or shareholder's disbursement, uh, whatever it's tagged in your system, the intention for that money when you take that out is to pay your taxes. And so by giving it that designation, that's how you use profit first to make sure that you have the cash to pay your taxes. But when you're taking it out of the business, it comes out of the business as a owner's distribution because it is for the benefit of the owner. But the purpose is to pay your quarterly taxes. All right? Great question, Scott. Our next question is... Would you classify mastermind as an operating expense? I have been paying $2,000 each month to enroll in a mastermind, helping me scale my agency. And I'm trying to figure out if I should allocate this as an operating expense when filling out my instant assessment. Or maybe I wouldn't just classify it and just deduct it from owner's pay. And this comes from Nicholas. Nicholas, this is clearly a business expense. It is for the benefit of your business. And so it would definitely be an operating expense. And my challenge to you is that to make sure that you are getting a six times to 10 times return on you, return on your investment of this $2,000 each month. So, um, you know, make sure that you're challenging yourself to say, all right, I'm spending $2,000 to participate in this mastermind. I need to get a $6,000 return on my activity in this mastermind each month. So business expenses are necessary, but you need to make sure that you're challenging yourself, especially with like personal development and marketing expenses, that um, you are getting a return on that investment. And ultimately, it's a return on you. So just because you pay $2,000 doesn't mean that somehow miraculously you're going to get a $10,000 return on that. What you need to be doing is you need to be putting the time into it so that it sounds like this mastermind helps hold you accountable. Um, And I'm going to add a layer of accountability on that and challenge you to get actually a $12,000 return on that. So Six times $2,000 would be a $12,000 return. So what are you doing? Can you, you know, is this the right thing for you to scale your business? If you're not getting a $12,000 return, a six times ROI on this $2,000 investment, then maybe this isn't the right mastermind for you and you need to find the right kind of mastermind where you can get that good, sweet six to 10 times ROI. Maybe if you aren't getting that $12,000 ROI, 
you could find a mastermind that is $1,000 where your six times return would be $6,000. So you've cut your operating expense in half in terms of what you're spending, but you are still growing your business and you're scaling it and getting that six to 10 times ROI, all right? But I, I would just emphasize that you would not deduct this from owner's pay. This is clearly a business expense and owner's pay should be what you need to live off of. And so a mastermind expense is not something that you need to live off of. So let's make sure that you're covering your four walls to begin with, that you are paying yourself a market rate, a, a, a livable salary. I mean, it kills me so many times when I talk to people um, for the first time about Profit First that they haven't been paying themselves consistently. So the first thing or the first thing after you allocate to profit is to make sure that you're allocating to owner's pay because you need to make sure that you're paying you, the most valuable employee in your business, a livable wage that puts a roof over your head, um, allows for your transportation, your food, modest entertainment, your clothing. Um, let's get you taken care of first so that you can show up and uh, knock it out of the park as an entrepreneur. All right, our next question comes from Michelle, and um, it's a question about PayPal accounts. I have a normal business account, but I also get paid through PayPal and pay all my international contractors from there as well. How do I go about this? Okay, great question. Well, since you do have the international contractors and you are paying them through PayPal, and based off of the business, it seems that your contractor cost is over 25% of your revenue. So you would take your cost of goods out separately before you calculate your real revenue number. So what I would recommend doing is having a process where you sort of reconcile your PayPal account, um, maybe ha reconcile the PayPal account the day before you do your profit first allocations. So let's just say, for example, you are doing your profit first allocations on the 10th and the 25th of the month. So then I would do your PayPal reconciliation on the 9th so that you're ready for the 10th with your profit first allocation and then do your second PayPal allocation for the month on the 24th so you're ready to do your profit first allocation on the 25th. When you do your PayPal reconciliation, what that would involve would be to pay all of the contractors out of that PayPal account and then any margin um, or in, uh, re real revenue that you have left in that account, you would then sweep to your income account. And now that would be in your account for the 10th or 25th, along with all the other payments that you've received through your traditional business income account. And then you would do your profit first allocation from that one account. You want to be doing your profit first allocations from one serving tray, one income account. And so if you do have multiple streams of income coming into multiple different accounts, you do want to reconcile those additional accounts and then sweep 
that, um, that real revenue, that margin, that profit into one income account, and you want to do your profit first allocations, ideally out of one income account. All right. That is a great question. Thanks so much, Michelle. If you have questions, please feel free to hit us up at ProfitFirstNation.com and click on contact. When you click on the contact page, you can do lots of fun stuff. You can find and connect with a Profit First professional bookkeeper or accountant or coach who has the heart of the teacher and can really walk you through step-by-step and and, and get everything dialed in for you in terms of all things profit first. Uh, you can also submit a question and uh, we would love to answer it on the podcast. You know, you don't have to wait for episode 50 if you submit your question in the next week or so. I do really try to get answers to you as soon as possible, but there are often great questions. And if you have that question, I know other listeners have that question So we do our Q&A on episodes again that end in zero, but um, send me a question and I, again, try to respond to you right away on that. Additionally, um, we do have our free Profit First resources available at ProfitFirstNation.com. Just click on resources and there you can also get your allocation day calculator where you just plug in uh, your allocation percentages, and then on your allocation days, you plug in what your income balance is, and then boom, you do those allocations in a snap, and you have a handy checklist to make sure that you are getting all of the sweeping and allocating from the income account to your profit, owner's pay, tax, and operating expense account done lickety-split. And you can also subscribe to our visual recaps. We text a visual recap uh, every Thursday when we publish a new episode. And so you can um, sign up for that as well at ProfitFirstNation.com under resources. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friend. It's rate and review time. That's right. We would be honored, Danielle and I would be honored if you spend the time right now, make that effort to post an honest review about our show. It's the greatest way to spread the word. Would you do it? I heard a yes through the radio waves. Thank you. Thank you very much. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.